Hey everyone, your everyday enthusiast back here with episode 28, yet another one, Apple Rumor Mill. Please like, rate, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast platforms, or drop me a note at everydayenthusiastpodcast at gmail.com. All right, so I'm kind of glad I waited here and I'm trying to break this up by category uh, as far as the episodes go. There is so much Apple stuff to go over. Lots of rumors. I don't know that any of this is solidified, but uh, a lot of rumors and we're just going to take it as such at this point because, you know, with nothing announced, they could change anything at any time. So the way that I'm going to talk this through is iPhone upgrades for 2019, then I'm going to move to uh, potential iPhone upgrades for 2020, then we'll move on to hardware other than Apple, or sorry, other than the iPhone, and then we'll move on to iOS 13. But first we have those iPhone updates for this year, 2019. And that has to do with the camera. So first off here, apparently the front facing or selfie camera is going to be upgraded from 7 megapixels to 12 megapixels. I could care less about this. The, the selfie camera is only used, you know, very infrequently by myself uh, when I'm taking video or photos of me and my wife or me and my son or the three of us. And, uh, I don't know, this is good and this is great for people that use that selfie camera, but I am not one of them. So this will be rarely used, but any upgrade is a good upgrade. In addition to that, apparently the uh, iPhone XR, uh, the 6.1 inch is going to receive the dual camera setup that the other two phones have this year. Again, we're hearing the triple camera setup on the 6.5 and 5.8 inch iPhones. And the most interesting bit of news here, in my mind anyway, is that apparently there's going to be some sort of coating that they're going to put over the glass or, or in the glass, on the glass, whatever, um, to kind of mask the, the lenses, if you will. So if you look at an iPhone at a certain angle, you can actually see the lenses on the front and on the back. Um, and this coating is actually going to cover that a little bit so that the cameras can still see through, but you will not be able to actually see the lenses. So it will just kind of look like a glass or sorry, a black glass slab there. Um, I don't know, this will make the phones look a little bit more streamlined, a little nicer, which is always a good thing. It's very minor, but I think it'll make the phones look, I don't know, maybe a little bit more premium. Next up is a report here regarding this year's iPhone and how much faster it's going to be and even faster than most, you know, thin laptops that you can buy. I mean, look, there's a lot of words here. Uh, there are a lot of numbers here. Uh, you know, percentage wise and nanometers and Geekbench, you know, speed scores and everything. What it boils down to is that the, uh, what they're going to call the A13 chip is going to be that much faster than the A12 Bionic that is in the phones this year. Okay. So you're going to get a faster phone. It's going to be more fluid, uh, more smooth, and you'll probably be able to do more on the phone as is always the case every single year with every phone. The next one here is a little troubling. I, I hate to say troubling, but it's a little troubling. So this is for 2020. Apparently in March of 2020, there is going to be a new quote unquote new 4.7 inch iPhone, similar to the iPhone 8 design. I am really, really hoping that this is not their answer 
or their version of the iPhone SE 2 because that is not what we want. You know, we sure a 4.7 inch phone would be great, but if you're still going to have those massive bezels on the top and bottom, and apparently they're going to be charging $650 for this, that is not a, a, an accessor to or successor to the iPhone SE. So I, I'm really worried about this. Look, more uh, choice is good. Uh, there are a lot of people that like this phone, and it is a great phone. They're apparently going to put the new A13 chip in it, um, which will be this year's chip, but in a phone next year, if that makes sense, if you're following me, and 128 gigs of storage at $650. I don't, I don't know if that is exactly what we're looking for here. I don't know. So we'll see what happens. I, I, I'm i very curious to follow this one and see what comes out. Although we are going to have to wait, you know, more than a year or well, about a year if it's March of 2018 or sorry, 2020. Uh, a lot of numbers here. I'm getting a little mixed up, but at any rate, so new, new 4.7 inch phone. If you like that, you know, faster, better, better chip, everything better. I don't know, maybe better cameras, maybe same cameras, who knows, but we'll see what happens. Okay, so let's move on to some hardware here other than iPhones. Apparently, this is very interesting. Apparently, Apple is gonna come out with their own tile-like item tracking device. Now, tile is um, a system. There's a little little tiles that you can buy. Some of them are super thin. You can put in your wallet. Others are a little bigger. You can put on a keychain or on uh, another item, device, whatever, your keys, something. Uh, and you can track these tiles with your phone or with a computer or whatever else. And it'll allow you to find things that you've lost. Uh, apparently, Apple is going to come out with their own version of this. I don't know what that's going to look like. They'll be very fancy little tiles, I'm sure, little, you know, fobs, if you will. Uh, but this is very cool. I do not have any of these. I've always been very interested in them, but, you know, I don't tend to lose things, <laughs> but, you know, it happens from time to time. I always find things quickly, but for people that misplace things quite a bit, this is not a bad idea. I might get some of these for my wife. I don't know. Uh, anyway, the other news here is that they're going to merge Find My iPhone and Find My Friends, uh, which makes sense. I mean, I'm always for merging similar products together. I know the trend is for companies to break out and have, you know, one uh, separate apps for everything. But I actually like one one app that has all the features of you know said set of features or something like that it just makes sense it's less apps on my phone it's less clutter if you will uh, maybe that's the minimalist in me talking but i like this idea so we'll see what happens and i'm sure this tile these new tile devices will be integrated into that same app as well Next up is a feature called Sidecar. Now, this is a feature of 10 point, uh, or at Mac OS 10.15. Um, and so this is kind of like a Luna Display desktop extension, if you will. So Luna Display is a device. It's a, a hardware device. You plug it into your Mac, and it basically transmits... Um, your, your Mac desktop to your iPad, and you can actually use it as a primary um, a primary display for your computer. We've talked about this in previous episodes, and um, I really like this idea. 
I'm very curious to see what they're going to do here because from everything I can you know read everything I can see it seems like they're just going to allow you to kind of like have one app at a time on your iPad as uh and use that app there from your Mac to your iPad but only one so you won't it's not like a desktop you're not going to have be able to overlay windows on top of each other um you won't I don't think you'll be able to drag and drop different uh windows over there so this might not be a replacement for Luna display uh but I, I don't know. I, I don't know how much I would use this. I like the idea of using my iPad for as an external display, but uh, this night might not be exactly what people are looking for. So we'll see. And the last bit here is in regards to iOS 13 and some updates. So a ton of stuff here, dark mode, detachable panels. We'll talk about that in a second. Safari mail upgrades. So let's just start with, uh, let's start with dark mode, dark mode on iOS. What more do you want to say? It's going to be great. It's going to be good for nighttime viewing. It'll make things look a little different. I think people will get used to it after about an hour of having it on and it'll just be, uh, you know, it'll just be there. You know, I think so many people are asking for this, but I don't think it's that big a deal. I would love to have it, but it's not a deal breaker. I know the Samsung devices and Samsung uh, software has this and I've used it before and okay, it's great, but it's just, you know, you get used to it very quickly and it's not that big a deal anymore. As far as multitasking, we're going to have, uh, so there's a project called Panel Kit, which essentially allows your iPad to have different windows, just like on a Mac uh, or a PC, whatever, different windows that you can move around the screen. And apparently iOS 13 is going to have some sort of windowing feature uh, on the iPad where you can have different windows for different apps. I don't know if you're going to be able to have one app open in two different instances. Like you can have, you know, you can have different windows open for Safari, um, you know, a couple tabs in this window and a couple tabs in that window. I don't know if you're going to be able to do that, but you can have different windows and overlapping windows. That is awesome. That is great. They'll look like little cards or they'll open as the iPhone version on the iPad, but just in a little window. That's fantastic. It's kind of like the layover uh, feature that the iPads have now, but it'll be a little different. Um, I am very excited to see, uh, see this in action. Apparently there's gonna be an undo gesture, which is like a three finger swipe to the right or left on your keyboard. This is very problematic as far as I'm concerned. For undo right now, you have to actually shake the device and you get this undo pop-up in the middle of the screen. That is not a great implementation either, but it kind of works. Uh, this this three-finger gesture on the screen is going to be so, not convoluted, but it's going to be so hard for people to find. They're going to have a little pop-up that explains how to use it the first time you open your keyboard on iOS 13, but I think people are going to forget that and then they're going to they're not going to be able to find this it's just undiscoverable items and there's a lot of those in ios where if you really don't know the ins and outs of the of the system it's hard to find certain things and on the ipad i'm pretty sure there's an undo button on the um on the the on on display keyboard anyway so i don't know if this is going to replace that if they're going to put something else uh in that button space I, i'm not really sure 
apparently you're going to be able to get uh, desktop versions of websites when necessary. And I think it's going to uh, Safari on iOS 13 is going to automatically determine when you need that uh, that desktop version of a website, which is really nice. Sometimes that's handy. We're also going to have improvements to the mail app. I actually really like the mail app on iOS. I don't use it. I use the Gmail app because I think it looks a little nicer. The one thing I do like about the um, mail.app, that's what Apple's mail app is called, is uh, that their their threaded messages uh, come across in like little cards, little tiles. I really, really like that. I do not like the way that it is uh, shown to you in the Gmail app. It's kind of uh confusing i do like how apple does it but i prefer the design of of gmail so this could be nice hopefully they will i don't know what what upgrades they're gonna have here but uh i'll be curious to see what those look like i i i do like it i'll probably go back for a little while after they update it just to see see how it works and then the last thing here, you would not think that this would be such a big deal, but they are going to have a new volume HUD, HUD, uh, or I forget what HUD stands for, uh, heads up, heads up display, that's not right. Anyway, um, the new volume HUD, so what this is referring to is that uh, when you change the volume now on your iOS devices, you get this pop-up tile in the middle of the window that it covers your entire the entire middle of your screen showing you the volume that is unnecessary if you use the the uh the youtube app right now and you change the volume there's just a little line at the top of the screen it kind of overtakes that that volume hud and eliminates it and shows you the volume at the top of the screen it doesn't cover anything very very clever um and i think that they need to do something like this as well because there is no need for them to overtake the entire middle of your screen and be covering whatever you're looking at when you change the volume. If you're watching a video, it covers the video. What sense does that make? Actually, I take that back. In videos, now they if you're if you're doing full screen, um, it is kind of off to the side. Maybe they'll implement something like that for the rest of the UI, the, the rest of the system. So I don't know. That that could be nice. All right. Wow. That was kind of a lot. I know that uh, this was supposed to be, um, this was supposed to be, these are supposed to be bite-sized episodes moving forward. And I'm now almost at 15 minutes, but you know, there was a lot of Apple stuff to cover here. I think I tried to condense it as much as I could, but at any rate, that is going to do it for now. You can find the show notes on Twitter. Username is at enthusiastic pod. Please like, rate, and subscribe on Apple podcast or wherever you listen. And until next time, stay enthusiastic.